Welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, where we discuss all the. Mar- uh, wait, no, this is a little different now. We've covered all the Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> films. So uh, I guess it, four people with nothing better to do, we went into a different Marvel film today. This is our first non-MCU film. We are covering Deadpool. Uh, I mean, Deadpool 2 just came out, and it is one of the best films, uh, best comic book films, period. So no better place to start with. Uh, joining me, as always, we have our illustrious panel. And... Starting with Jake Christie. How are you doing, Jake? You know, I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back talking to you guys, talking about another movie. Mm-hmm. Nice. Anthony Canton III, how are you? Man, I feel like we're stepping into some brand new territory here. I can't wait to get into this. And uh, for uh, our newest member, and whose experience probably was more of an audiobook than watching it because you turned away <laughs> so much from it, Bluestein. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? How, how are you doing? I'm good. Don't don't tell the people that. Listen, guys. <laughs> like I'm, I'm the a little. I'm you a, put it out there I'll, already. <laughs> I'm a little soft. I can't take. Uh, I can't take bloody movies. So I may or may not have looked away both in theater and watching it the second time. It's all good. I'm doing great. I'm really excited. I look away a ton when like heads are flying. I'm like, nah, nah, nah I'm out. Okay, look at Jerome out here leveraging some uh, conversations. It is what it is, you know? <laughs> Leverage the convo. Okay. Leverage the convo. All right. Well, anyway, let's get right into it. Uh, Nitz, what did you think of the film? Awful. What do you mean? It was awesome. Um, <laughs> I Yo, so I remember seeing it in theaters and I thought it was really funny, but I was like, I don't think I'll ever see that again, partially because I'm like, I'm really soft when it comes to blood in movies. But mm-hmm. then I watched it now. And it was so funny. I was laughing throughout the entire movie, and I didn't remember it being that funny. I didn't remember Ryan Reynolds being that amazing. I didn't remember the fact that, like, the movie was broken up in a way that, like, an hour and a half into the film, and the only thing you're really done, or, like, an hour into the film, the only thing you're done with is the first fight scene. I didn't realize that until, like, very much later, because they didn't do the, like, typical start with the background and, like, slowly develop, like, what happens to him. They just, like, kept sending you in flashbacks. Um, so like, I just appreciated so much more about this film, watching it the second time, like from the structure to the writing, to the acting, it was just so good, dude. Awesome. Jake. Um, I actually, I like this film, uh, a lot of both times. I liked it less the second time. Uh, I think I just, uh, honestly, I kind of, I, I like the fight starts not, I feel like that it's not done in the typical superhero way. I don't like that it does the two flashbacks. I wish they just started, got up to that point again, and then kept it moving i don't like you know what i mean how it does the second where it shows the fight mm-hmm. and then does another flashback mm-hmm. that was a bit mm-hmm. much but other than that i mean it is really just it is the most successful um sending up of the genre while still being the genre you know what i mean because it still is a superhero right. movie it's not like a parody movie but mm-hmm. it uh it functions both as a great uh like you know comedy about superhero movies and a great superhero movie so enjoyed it anthony What's interesting is my uh, association with knowing Deadpool goes more to like video games as opposed to the comic book. I didn't read a lot of Deadpool stories um, to that point. Was not. Are like, we talking really... Marvel Ultimate Alliance again? We're talking about that. We're talking <laughs> about Spider-Man. Um, was that Shattered Dimensions or something like that? Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was another one that he was a boss in. And yeah, all those Alliance games. He's in. He's in those two. So. You kind of knew of the character, but 
I think as far as the film goes, I think the film just makes fun of the genre, which is a really cool change of pace and tilts the eye level and actually makes you appreciate both sides of superhero films. Because it's <laughs> like, we're so used to um, whether we talk more about the uh, MCU and kind of the way that everything is lined up and, and you have your end credit scenes and you have all these little things that kind of are woven in together as a whole. And this movie just did not give a fuck. It just went <laughs> all over the all, just went all over the place. And it was just fun. And it was just legitimately funny. So I enjoyed the I enjoyed the hell out of it. So yeah, very good movie. Very good movie. Uh Ryan Reynolds is perfect as Deadpool. Um it's as good as any of the casting we see in the MCU, if not better than some. Uh it's funny as hell. It's Perfect Deadpool. I was a big fan. Uh, similar to background to Anthony, uh, knowing from like knowing offhand, not necessarily directly from comics, but how he becomes associated with different characters. So I was really excited to see the character come through, especially after the first version of it in that god awful uh, X Men Origins Wolverine story. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, it's no, it's such a good film. It's so fun. Uh, I enjoyed it just as much the second time around, um, which is says a lot about the writing because you would think uh, it would fall flat, maybe, but it still holds up pretty well. Um, but yeah, let's get into the next part of it. It's a funny-ass movie. I'm guessing there's a lot of funny-ass lines in it. Favorite line in the film? Let's start with you, Jake. Uh, I hate that uh, I was really trying to find one that didn't wasn't from Weasel, because I, I hate T.J. Miller. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> I figured. <laughs> uh, but and it's not even one of those. The first time I watched it, it definitely was one of his... Uh, um, lines about what Deadpool looks like. Uh, Those are funny, yeah. But looking back on it the second time, when uh, he when Deadpool's talking about how he's going to go after uh, Ajax and the way that the line is delivered of, I'd go with you, but I don't want to. <laughs> awesome. Anthony? Um... Oh man, there's a lot of good stuff. But um, my my main one, I actually enjoyed uh, the end credits, the beginning of it, because it's just it's so it's so cool for for context to see them legitimately make fun of everything throughout the movie of the genre, and then even that end credit shit. So Deadpool to the audience in the after credit scene, you're still the here. Bueller cameo, yes. Yeah, you're still here. It's over. Go home. Oh, you're expecting a teaser for Deadpool 2. Well, we don't have that kind of money. We expecting Sam Jackson show up with an eye patch and a saucy little leather number. Go, go. Yeah, that 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 just made me laugh, and it was like a kind of like a perfect cap uh, to 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 the film. Nice, nice. Uh, well, that's the end of the film. Nitz, I know you want to cover basically the entire script, but if you could focus <laughs> on at least a, like particular lines, uh, what were your favorite? Okay, well, shout out to the line that I know that you're about to pick, because that was my first pick. But my second pick <laughs> is, um, yo, no, there's so many. Okay, okay, okay. So Wade like goes... <laughs> okay, I want two. So, okay. Or maybe three. Okay, three sounds good. So Wade goes... That'll be a Mason nightmare. Dropped I kidnapped his daughter and he just wasn't having it. I, uh, I made three of those movies. 
some point you have to wonder if he's just a bad parent. And I'm like, yo, okay, that's funny. B, where is it? Um, oh. Whose balls did I have to fondle to get my very own movie? I can't tell you, but it does rhyme with Pulverine. <laughs> <laughs> and fourth wall break inside a fourth wall break. That's like 16 walls. All of those were delivered so good too. Oh my God, a Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Okay, I'm done. The script, man. The script <laughs> is so really good. good. He, he is truly God's perfect idiot. It's, it's beautiful. It was so um, good. Thank you for holding over the line for me. Uh, but <laughs> my favorite line and is... Uh, it's funny that I only ever see two of you. It's almost like the studio couldn't afford another X-Men. <laughs> yeah, that it's, was great too. It's so, it's so classic. Good. So they good. made fun of the Marvel. They made fun of like Marvel Studios throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like even I was, yo, so good. So good. It's so good. Um, it's beautiful. I mean, because it's true to the character, how he gets to break the fourth wall and talk outside of and be super meta. But it's not just that he gets to do it, but like because his comments are so on point. Like mm -hmm. you, uh, Jake mentions it. Uh, it's. It is still a comic book film, but they know what they're talking about. They hit it perfectly. Like, it's so good. Um, mini one, which is just an inspiring message. Maximum effort. Apply to your life. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's, it's been a bit of a love fest. Uh, I just want to get into because I don't, I'm not sure how much we have with it, but like some nitpicks in the film. Uh, we'll start with Anthony. I think Jake had to step out for a quick moment. So, uh, Anthony, what do you got? Wow. You know... It, uh, thinking thinking about it, it's hard to really have a nitpick with this movie. I mean, I guess it depends. Like, if you're like really, if you're if you really feel like some of the language was too crude, and I'm speaking from somebody else's perspective, <laughs> not my mm -hmm. own. Mm -hmm. Um, if 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 you want to look at it from that perspective, then that's fine for me. I mean, I there are 19 Marvel Cinematic Universe films that you can go to if you can't take this one. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I it's I, back to my earlier point. Like when you get a change of pace and when it just fits the mode of making you feel that levity, that just like I'm here to have fun. Like I don't give a fuck about mistakes, to be honest with you. So I, I don't I don't think it, I don't think there was anything that that really disappointed me or I had any issues with because I think the I think the expectations for me were were set at the start of the movie with just how this was going to go. That's such a great point because I think a movie that doesn't take itself so seriously, it leaves you to like not really take it seriously yourself anyway. Like just enjoy the ride while you're there. Um, I I really couldn't find anything too much myself. Uh, I'll just say Ajax is kind of a forgettable villain. There's like yeah. like if you told me to name it back. I would have to look it up, in fairness. Like, I remember him, and I remember some of the jokes, and he's kind of cool, but, like, yeah. I think that's also probably more of a testament to, like, Ryan Reynolds just being so overwhelmingly with his personality through it. Um, but Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, Nits? Uh, how how nitpick? I think, like, the only thing is obviously... It's a me thing. I'm, like, very soft. Again, I cannot watch bloody movies. <laughs> right. And this was, like on another level with everything, but it made it like, that's what it had to be. So mm -hmm. I don't, I really don't have one. I thought the movie was just so funny. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can talk a little bit about 
that just like how graphic it is in language and in its violence and everything like it's pretty jarring yes. for being a comic book film that it goes mm-hmm. that far it's pretty amazing that way but it's kind of cool in the way too because of how it opens up like logan doesn't exist without deadpool right and even some of the marvel films like i don't know if they get as like a bit darker without it now there are other sides to it where like you have like a suicide squad and that doesn't really work out in being edgy the way say a deadpool was but like uh, yeah <laughs> biggest disappointment shout out to the biggest disappointment in film ever to me is suicide squad because the <laughs> level of hype i had for that movie i can't even describe and really? then it's like really yeah, I, I, mean, I, was, I was i was so worried about that film going in I, I mean i guess we could talk about it if we ever get to that film like we Blasphemy! Blasphemy! All trash. I don't even right. care. Right. Well, the story is badass movie. Okay, bad movie. Bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined such a dope fucking character. Okay, I'm good. It's not even a Marvel bias at this point. It's just like no. a shit movie is what it's it is. It's such a shit movie, and I tried it again, and I couldn't get through it, and I was like, okay, this isn't. This is not the pot about Suicide Squad. I'm done. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, I brought it. I, I let it there. That's me. That's mm-hmm. all good. Um, <laughs> no, but mean. actually, speaking about uh, some sort of edgier stuff, this is the edgiest Stan Lee cameo we've had in any Marvel film we've come across. Stan Lee shows up in this film as a strip club DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I cannot remember. Oh, you don't yeah! remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously brings us to our next topic. How intrusive was Stanley in Deadpool? Nitz, who I mean, I mean it, he has just intruded your mind in this very moment right no, now. How do I you didn't, feel? It wasn't intrusive at all because I literally don't remember him in the movie. <laughs> I forgot that he like got a cameo in this one for real. Mm-hmm. Um, so not intrusive. That's really funny that they would put him there too. That's just like that's that's like Deadpool humor. That's perfect to me. That's so a 10. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony? Man, it's so funny because I, I, I enjoy I enjoyed the cameo because it just fits at this point the character uh-huh. or the or the or the real life Stan Lee. So I'ma just say it too. It wasn't really intrusive at all. I thought it was perfect. I do have a question, and that's probably my Stan Lee ignorance, but like when we talk about Stan Lee and we always say what fits his character best, it's usually someone who's older, senile, or creepier. And are we putting a, a very negative character on this man? Or is there, is, are there facts out there that actually, like, line up with this? Like, I wish uh, Jake was here because, like, he is our sorted history expert. Um, but I got to yeah, say... He would be able to fill in the gaps, for sure. I got I to say, if we got a subscriber in the Stan Lee family, we might get sued for some slander over here just constantly <laughs> saying, like, it's perfect that he is an old perv. That is pure Stanley. Hey, we're not saying anything official. We're just, you know, just, you know, dropping the little, the little Easter eggs there. You can take it for what it's worth. You know what I'm saying? He's, to an, he's, an old, allegedly. he's an old white man. You could say that a creepy thing fits him best. That's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There it is. There it is. There you go. I said for, it for y'all. Congratulations. For, for someone who I know is an expert and receiving numerous creepy dms i gotta say she is definitely the person who can make the call on this one thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right well, <laughs> moving on from there. I, I don't even move on from there um let's look at 
well, we're talking. We were talking about an auxiliary character. Let's look at our favorite non-superhero character in the film. Um, there are a bunch of different characters in here. Uh, I, I'm going to start it off just because I think it is a bit of a cheat. But he's not the main hero in here. My favorite is Colossus. I ah, Colossus that's mine too. Yes, Colossus Wait, is, is so fun. He's a hero in this movie. What do you mean? He's a hero, but like I think it's because we treat it in a way where we the main hero is like the hero we just avoid. Like just Deadpool can uh, be our favorite. So yeah. yo, Colossus would be y'all's favorite because he reminds me of what's his face from Ragnarok. Give me the name. You talking about Korg? Korg. I'm talking about Korg. Are you serious? Yeah, he reminds me of Korg. Beyond like the physical build, he's just like kind of. He just says stupid ass shit, and like he, (laughs) you're in, you're mid battle, and you're telling this girl that she's having a nip slip. That's wild to me. Just finish it off. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. No, no, that's a fair point. But in defense, in this case, where it's not really a Korg take, <laughs> man, I really <laughs> wish Jake wasn't away from this right now because <laughs> man's not out here to defend himself. Um, I, I, we'll let Anthony like build upon it, but from my point of view, the reason why I love Colossus in this, and this is, again, a tribute to how well they hit the comic book side of it, I feel like this is the most accurate version of what Colossus could be yeah. in a film. Like, and he's shown up in other X-Men films, but yeah. look-wise, it's so perfect. He's so cool. Like, in terms of, like, his strength and how he looks is so perfect. But just in that sense of being, like, a classic noble hero and using that, too, to, like, contrast with, like, this, you know, bended genre that is Deadpool, it's it's a really good foil. And I actually really do appreciate it. Like, I don't really treat it as, like, in any way classes as being funny, like, in the way that, like, Korg is definitely, like, purposely being funny but i guess like that's what it's played off to as well um i just i don't know like i've been a Colossus fan actually similar to deadpool i remember like really enjoying using Colossus in like different video games yeah like, he was just dope <laughs> as hell in that so i, I think Same it's just things. that I, I think i think it's just like anthony and i are washed and we miss our nintendo days and so, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> shout outs to washness <laughs> yes uh but yeah anthony anthony hit me up why why Colossus for you well, I mean, more than anything else, I think it it is cool to to have that 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 character that's there, the good angel on the shoulder of Deadpool, trying to lead him to the to the right way, and it's done in such it's done in such an endearing and funny way, mm-hmm. and and then of course to your point earlier, he's just so physically imposing, and it's so cool, like the the previous Colossus and like all of the previous X Men movies, um. It just didn't look like what I would imagine Colossus should look like. So you add that, and then you add the the perfect accent and uh, all of the all of the cool lines and everything else that goes along with it. I was just like, "Yo, this is a really dope character," and I'm and I'm happy that they got it right this time, <laughs> and we're able to fit it into this particular universe. So yeah, definitely Colossus for me. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you brought up brought up the accent point just because i was it x-men 2 for as dope as it was like colossus does not have any accent whatsoever at that point and that was actually kind of frustrating for me in that um yeah uh nitz who is your favorite secondary character um weasel i didn't know that was his name for what it's worth the bartender for anyone that also didn't know um he was hella funny that's it. He was. I was, yeah, he was funny. He was dope. He like was running this entire thing. And I think my favorite part with him 
is when like um what's his face francis was mm-hmm. threatening him and then everyone was just like ready to fucking go for this man i was like dope this guy's mm-hmm. got like a posse and shit mm-hmm. that's it i also what? like i think honestly since we're on this topic ryan reynolds was so overwhelmingly amazing that like everyone besides him you're i'm like looking at these characters a there aren't a lot b they just don't even compare right like it's wild anyways right uh yeah um i i think we can agree like weasel like the character is really funny in there i think what happens in like i think jake's back in a short bit so he might be able to expand a little bit is just the actor who's playing him tg miller is just so highly problematic i think it soils some of how we look back at yeah the and, and i think that's why like uh i when it came to favorite line i wanted to choose some of the stuff that he said because he said some funny shit i gotta be honest about that but again it's just a matter <laughs> of the fact that it was like tj miller so i'm like ah, i don't know if i'm there to go in that direction but I say that, and I'm a hypocrite because I also was trying to listen to the Kanye album today. So I don't know. I don't know where I'm at right now. It's like, Wait, is he in? Uh, is he in Deadpool too? Not we. He does not, show up. Not Kanye. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he does yeah. show up in Deadpool too. Um, but I, I think uh, Anthony, he he didn't. He's not going to be in the next one. I think I he's, read that. Yeah, he's not going to be in the in any uh, following uh, Deadpool uh, sequels that they're going to be continuing because this franchise is going for a while. It um, looks like it. Yeah. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff in the works. Um yeah, that yeah, he's definitely out of there after uh Deadpool 2 and apparently some of his uh some of his stuff got cut out. Hey, hey, hey uh, guys, of, I'm back. The- oh. What categories did I miss? You you missed a few, but actually you came in at the perfect time. So we're talking about favorite non-superhero character. Negasonic Teenage uh, Warhead. There, okay, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Perfect. Why is it? Uh she just I don't know, she's funny and I like the interaction she and uh Ryan Reynolds have together, and also she's not played by T.J. Miller. It's funny that you come in and say that because actually Nitz's favorite uh, is T.J. Miller's Weasel, and we were just okay. If my lane wasn't wait, no, no, but not not just not as it being an indictment on Nitz's character. No, I don't think it is at all. Of course not. Never. (laughs) I'll freely admit. Before all that bad stuff came out about him, that would have been my answer. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what we were talking about going in. Um... So, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Um, And then, yeah, for uh, Anthony and I, we were Colossus. Uh, We kind of took, like, like, just a non-Deadpool character. So that was our favorite guy there. Um, Catching you up, really, Jake, uh, did you have any nitpicks with the film? Um, nitpicks with the film? Uh, not really. Um, uh, I was a little bit uh, confused. As to why, uh, how how they knew that he his power was that he was indestructible, because um, he kind of blows himself up, and is just like, oh, I'm okay. Like I get Ajax says that he thinks he. I don't know. It was kind of weird that like it jumps. I, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, other than that, no. Um, All right. Yeah. So. How about uh, how did you feel about strip club DJ Stanley? One of the better cameos. So I would say like a two because it actually like once again that's one of the few things that I could see a really old guy doing. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that's we're we're all on the same page. It's like you were here the whole time. Perfect. Okay. So moving on. I noticed now that time. you guys didn't get my message. Where I said I was running out for for a few minutes. No, no, I, no we did. I we just, did. Oh. We did. We I did point it, it out. Of, yeah. Yeah. I saw it a couple of minutes ago, and then I was like, "Wait a minute. What happened?" Oh, I was like, "Oh, okay." Yes. Yeah, no, I, I did mention it, and yeah, that's why we're. I. You up now. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. All right. Well, 
we'll let you take a deep breath right now while we answer yeah, thank our next you. one. Um, Anthony, what was your favorite scene in the film? Oh, definitely the countdown of bullets, man. The uh, the twelve bullet <laughs> countdown. Yo, that shit yeah. was amazing. It yeah. just it just told you what kind of movie this was gonna be. That was like I'm here for it, and I don't mean to sound like overly enthused for all this violence and stuff. But yo, <laughs> as a comic book fan and as a, a and as somebody who generally likes those action types of movies, it just hit the spot in every type of way, and just the way that he went about his business. Um, mm-hmm. where he bent over and shot, and yeah. was, all of that shit was great. So definitely, it's a wonderfully this was, choreographed. Scene oh, it's too. it's uh, it's excellent. So yeah, the twelve bullet countdown, hands uh-huh. down, my fave. Uh, Nitz, before you get into your favorite, how did you feel about the sound design on that particular scene? The set. Mm. <laughs> anyway, what so was your favorite blood. scene? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my favorite scene is. The like very very beginning when it's the slow mo of that battle, but also before that when they're like running through the credits, and mm-hmm. they said like moody teenager produced by a bunch of assholes, written by like the best people ever, like shit like that. And that I was, was like, good. yo, this movie is about to be really funny, just like starting off like that, and then obviously seeing everything that they were doing like with the slow mo, and he's grabbing the guy, and there's like a chain, and he's shooting, and it's like, I just want to know what the hell is going on, and obviously they like think. The next thing they do is it just rewinds back to him in a cab, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, the funniest, you know, the cab driver. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. That is my favorite secondary character. I don't know. Joe Pinder was up him. there for me. Yeah, he, he so was funny. funny. Joe Pinder, especially yeah. when he went to kill. Uh, he went to kill his brother, or his cousin, or whatever. Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait. Okay, that's my second favorite scene. Is when Deadpool is like egging him on by whispering, being like, "Good job, like kill him and yes. shit." And I was like, "You know what to do." Okay, those that are my good. two favorite. Um, for me yeah definitely that opening fight scene that was amazing uh, i like when colossus shows up and then it just like plays more of the physical comedy of like deadpool like punching at him and like every limb breaking again i'm sorry like that was actually cringing for me to watch like i'm not good with broken bones things like that but mm-hmm. absolutely hilarious um i do enjoy when he's becoming deadpool that little montage there more specifically because of the zamboni part where he's trying <laughs> that's actually my favorite scene i was gonna pick that just the zamboni thing the zamboni thing so is so funny it is funny it's like it's i'm so gonna kill it you're gonna die in five minutes yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so so good oh man all right well i mean that covers really all because i mean we're not gonna rank this we know that um it's number one so far in the non-mcu films that we've covered in this podcast uh i guess any general thoughts about how you feel how this ranks as a comic book movie for you compared to other ones uh let's start with you jake yeah i think i think i mentioned at the beginning that like i think making comedy in superhero movies is a tale as old as time mm-hmm. but making like a strictly comedy movie and this the, the fourth wall breaking is so good. could easily be so it could just be so terrible mm-hmm. if it wasn't so, like, I don't know. It's, like, he says, um, I don't even, you know, like, I like how the fourth wall breaking is even outside of, it's not just the characters talking to camera. It's, like, mm-hmm. the character with knowledge of the whole story in the world. And, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the jokes about, like, uh, the X-Men and stuff like that, like, are all, yeah. they're, they're all exactly what you want them to be. Like, mm-hmm. you had the thought of why is it always just you two? They don't afford mm-hmm. more. You know what I mean? Like, 
I, I think that it I was kind of worried when I first heard they're making a Deadpool movie just because the only thing I knew about him is that he like breaks the fourth wall and I'm like right. that could easily be so terrible but I think that it's really just a case of with these movies if you find someone who like just like fucking loves the character it always mm-hmm. will be good like Ryan Reynolds you could tell just loves this character and Ryan Reynolds I actually don't think is that good of an actor but he loves, he inhibits this character so much just because he's, I mean, inhabits this character so much just because he mm-hmm. loves him and he knows him, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, he, because once again, Ryan Reynolds did not, is not successful because of his superior acting method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I completely agree with that. Um, the Breaking the fourth wall, that's a tough one to get correctly, uh, like talking to camera. But I mean, one thing that I guess you can say, uh, works for them is in the comic they do a pretty good job of it uh anthony since you're our comic guy uh you're familiar with deadpool kills the universe right yeah i actually didn't read it but i know of the i know of the book and i kind of did a little week wikipedia uh a look around at, at some uh-huh. of the storylines and i found that interesting so i think i might i may get around to that uh yeah to, and, and get it as like a graphic novel at some point to just check out some uh a little more background on on his story and mm-hmm. i mean we could save we could save some of the other talk because i think we could really get into more like comic book detail with uh deadpool 2 whenever we get around to that because i think that adds there's a there's a couple of different storylines in there that are actually interesting mm-hmm. interesting to me but i guess in terms of the overall rankings and overall thoughts on this film i, I it's so weird because the MCU films, I, I feel like, belong in their own category. So I'll yes. keep them right there. But as, sure. fa- but as far as as far as far all of these other films, oh, it's definitely up there. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, really, really good. And there's just something to be said for having just... It was fresh. Because... As as much as I love the the MCU and as much as I love superhero movies in general, sometimes you know after a while it's like okay, same thing, same expectation, same you know, same a run along of the same kind of tired tropes and and things like that. This turns it on its head in such a way, and they execute it perfectly. And because in you know, you take a couple of different things and this could be a bad movie. But no, mm-hmm. this is actually perfect. So from that standpoint, um, I just enjoyed the fuck out of this film. And I can't say it enough. <laughs> Nitz? Um, yeah, I feel that in terms of it being like really new and different with like... So let, okay, we're talking like uh, superhero films Marvel-wise. Because like if we're talking like where does it rank with super... Uh, with comic book movies where it's like... You have fucking Suicide Squad, which I went on a little rant on, and all of those songs are ranked way higher. But I think, like, for me, if I'm looking at it within the MCU and Marvel, it's obviously, like, the first kind of separate one. So I didn't really know if I could care about it going in, because the MCU, to me, is so great because of the way that it all connects together. And this one was, like, pretty standalone. It obviously had the X-Men jokes, mm-hmm. but I'm not, like, as huge on X-Men yet. But um, right. So, like, I don't know if I would care, but it was just so good alone that I was like, Marvel can literally make such a good movie without any sort of, like, wild universe connection yet. Does that make sense? And again, yes, like for me, because yes. I haven't seen the rest of the X-Men <clears throat> films, um, it was just so... It To me, it was like a really bloody family guy 
movie based on a comic. <laughs> Does that mean based on like a comic book? That's a book? great comparison. Yeah, because all of the jokes, yeah. the way that they did the flashbacks, I was like, this is this is Family Guy, which is right. like, by the way, one of the greatest shows to ever exist, just, you know, since we're here. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, it, it ranks high. I don't... There are I a mean, lot... There are a lot of what yeah. I like to call uh, no backspace jokes, where like, where I feel like whenever, I mean, I don't know, that's not an actual term, I just made it up, not right now, I've used it before, but where like, <laughs> it's the type of thing that like, when you're writing with someone else, that you'll write a joke that's like, usually a fourth wall brick or like absurd, and just mm-hmm. like to make the person you're writing with laugh, and then you're like backspace, like we're not actually gonna put that. This movie has a right. lot, and Family Guy too, and like a lot of cartoons are like this, where it had it, that once once it's written to make the other person laugh, it's just keep it in. You know what I mean? Like, why can't we ever get any other X Men? Like that's a joke that was like that's could Robbie just make the writer laugh? And it's like no, just have the character say it. Um, mm-hmm. Which it makes it's a really fresh way of uh, writing a movie. I guess I don't know. I it was I had a good thought when I first started. No, no, no. That's that's such a good point. Um, yeah, especially like we've been talking about it this whole time. The fourth wall breaking, like it just it does it so well because it also just connects the viewer directly because he's commenting in ways that, like you said, it's like what we're all thinking anyway. So the fact that it's on point because sometimes when they do that sort of thing, like it just lacks all the awareness that it's like there's no way I'm thinking that same thing. But uh, in this case, like, they nail it perfectly. And uh, Nitz mentions about MCU and world connecting. It was exciting in a way, like, I just didn't know where this would fit because it's an R-rated comic book film, and I just don't know. Because especially at that very moment, if it wasn't successful, it would probably be, like, the only R-rated comic book film of it, like, at all. And they just wouldn't try anything past that because it wasn't a success. Thankfully, it was. But what was so interesting is it seemed to get the larger universe partly through its fourth wall breaking, but partly through the characters it introduced. Um, Anthony and I both talk about it when it comes to Colossus. I think it's a note perfect X-Men there. And like to get that, it's like you almost have the faith that like, you know what, if they tackled X-Men properties, like they might actually nail it really well. And um, mini teaser, like that's, I can go into that a little more when we get to Deadpool too. But um, yeah, I think that covers it. Uh, I think this serves well as final thoughts, but are there any actual final, final thoughts from anyone on the panel? No, I'm nah. Good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, fun I to think, rewatch. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. it was a fun it's, rewatch. Um, yeah, excited to get into uh, Deadpool 2 uh, when we do. Um, let's go around the table. Anthony, how can we find you online? Uh, I am on Twitter at AC Spotlight 95, the AC Spotlight podcast, Selfish the Poetry Book. Check that out. It's always available on Amazon.com and other places where books are sold. And uh, obviously, Marvel Cinematic University. Guys, continue to rate, review, subscribe. Um, appreciate the support. Appreciate the content. Uh, we're going to keep it coming. Nits. You can find me on Twitter at Nits Bloom, and that's literally it. But okay. it's pretty lit. So it is, it is, and it's continually blowing up. <laughs> Powerful takes. Powerful <laughs> takes. Just a couple. <laughs> she got the Jake? take gauntlet up in here. Yes, oh, man. yes. Oh, man, your breakdown of that, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Jake? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Jake Christie. Uh, listen to my other podcast, Sorted History, um, which this next week, uh, I think it's, this is probably going to come up first, but I'm recording a 50th episode special. Uh, hey. On, on, hey. Um, 
Sunday with a couple guests on someone who I've been DM'd a lot of. Why have you never done? And uh, it's because I've been saving them for my 50th episode. So, uh, yeah. Oh, looking forward to that. Yeah, and related to that, there is a TJ Miller episode. Oh, yes, you should listen to that, actually. Oh, it's a good episode. I forgot to recommend that. Yeah, I actually really like that one a lot. I was kind of, I wasn't worried because it's like McKay and I are friends, so it should have came out well. But, like, you never, some of my best friends have been on some of the worst episodes. So I really was glad how it came out. Perfect, perfect. Uh, just like Nitz, um, really, you can find me at Black Dragon Roll. That's basically it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Hey, we're, we're waiting for some new MCU films to come up. We're covering some comic book films. If you have any ideas of what you would like us to cover. Yeah, yeah you know, please, feel free. Throw it out there. Chime in, hit us up. Um, we're, we're not the most accommodating. We might just like ignore it entirely, but well, give it a shot. You know. Shoot your shot. Shoot exactly. Your shot. Do not shoot your shot. Not no, not in that way. No one was, I don't think, I mean, yeah, people probably were thinking that way, never mind. But yeah. Shoot, uh-huh. your, mo- shoot your movie suggestion shot. And keep it, we keep it on Twitter. Without keep it, you. Keep it in mm-hmm. the timeline. Not, don't go to the DMs. I don't, because if you there go you to the go. DMs, then if I ignore you, I'm even more rude, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. y'all got to stop with the DMs. I, I'm seriously, like, uh, and I mean, it's only been a couple of times, so I don't want to make it sound like, <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like it's a thing. But yeah, yeah, man, that, there's been a couple of instances where y'all none of chill. none of y'all's theories are good enough to not be on the timeline. There you go. <laughs> That's such a good way to say it. I swear to God, I've gotten the dumbest shit about Thanos in my DMs, and I'm like, I'm not responding <laughs> to this, man. I'm not. That's like, so first weak. of all, I know what the end goal is here, and I'm not falling into this shit. And B, I'm not talking Thanos with you right now. Exactly. Anyways, yeah, all there right. you go. Guys, uh, speaking about trash takes, yeah. uh, quick question. Is J.R. Smith Star-Lord? No? Yeah, maybe? Um, <laughs> no. I saw but... that meme. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, because now the Warriors are feeling really confident. And in the scenario, maybe maybe yeah. the Cavs win. Maybe, maybe. maybe the Cavs win. Nobody, nobody quote me on that one. Someone edit that shit out. <laughs> if the you. Cavs win, quote it right now. Man, this that shit is, is the over, only man. possible outcome. That shit is over. That shit is over. Anyway. All that said, thank you so much for your support. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time. All right, bye-bye. Bye, Bye, y'all.